It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of New Scientist Weekly. I'm Rowan Hooper. Now, you can hear the intro music was a bit different and the background music now is different to normal. And that's because for this episode, I wanted to showcase this amazing new collection of sound recordings from both the Arctic and the Antarctic. And you're going to want your headphones on for this one. It's a collection called Polar Sounds, and it's been put together by Cities and Memory, which is one of the world's biggest sound projects and today we're joined by the founder of Cities and Memory, Stuart Fowkes. Stuart, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Can you introduce the, the Polar Sounds project for us? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for having me along. So Polar Sounds is a collection, uh, as you said, at the top of Antarctic and Arctic sounds. And it features everything from what you might expect, animal species like uh, whales, seals, narwhals, etc., and everything through to the sounds of colliding icebergs, ice cracking, and then also some man-made sounds. So things like mm. se- seismic seismic guns for um, undersea surveying, which is quite an alarming sound, which I think we'll, we'll hear shortly. So yeah. it's, a, it's a collaboration between a project that I run called Cities of Memory and then two scientific institutes. So the Helmholtz Institute for Functional Marine Biodiversity and the Alfred Wegener Institute for Polar and Marine Research. So we've teamed up to present these sounds and also to present a new twist on them, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah, okay. Um, well, let's get into them, and then we'll talk about more about the project as we go. But um, the first one is a minke whale, um, so let's listen to that. What's it doing there? It feels like it's kind of, you know, how's it produced that noise? I mean, it's... Just an incredible sound, isn't it? It almost yeah. sounds, sounds like a techno bassline or something. So <laughs> apparently they, they call that sound the bio duck. And it's uh, just obviously a series of pulses. And they are between 50 and 300 hertz. And they have um, higher harmonics going up to 1500 hertz. Obviously, it's for communication. It's just that repetitive sequence of pulses. And how was this recorded? And where, where was this one recorded? Um, so this sound, um, these ones are from, well, that one was from the Antarctic, um, and that was re- they're all recorded through hydrophones, basically. So they're a mixture of um, biotic, geophonic, and anthropogenic sounds, and they're all recorded by undersea hydrophones over yeah. a long period of time by the research stations of these, um, of these institutes. So they've taken months, if not years, to actually create the collection of sounds that, that make up polar sounds. Amazing. It reminds me, actually, last year there was a minke whale, very sadly, in the swam up the Thames, 
it kind of went near my house I actually went to see it um but uh, yes yeah, as we know sometimes you get awful stranding events and 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 whales going off course but good to hear that one in the antarctic next one is another sort of whale that many people might have seen if they've done gone whale watching a humpback uh, let's listen to that one That's a kind of classic whale song noise, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that. That's. Uh, I think if you think of whale song, you pretty much think of that sound. So that's those are the the social sounds of uh, of the humpback whale. So they've been recorded by the the spectrogram equipment um, at the the research station. And the project isn't just about recording raw sounds of of animals or ice cracking and stuff like that, is it? There's a there's another aspect to it, more of a, of a composition aspect. So, do you want to tell us about that? And we'll then we'll listen to some. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Cities of Memories are sort of bigger projects around presenting sound, the sounds of the world and, and kind of reimagining them into new compositions. So the tagline for the project is remixing the world one sound at a time. So it's kind mm-hmm. of this, this big, uh, audacious project to take the sounds of the world, give them out to artists to create compositions or remixes um, you know, made out of these sounds. So for this project, we sent out these 54 sounds to about 100 or so artists around the world. And they came back with all kinds of different compositions using these um, polar sounds as source material. Mm. So you, you've got everything from, you know, like tr- traditional Chinese violin music through to, um, you know, bizarre pieces of radio art and thumping techno. There's all kinds yeah. of different stuff in there. Really interesting, diverse artistic approaches. And the idea behind it is that by effectively using this stuff as source material, the compositions can help people to think about and, and sort of consider more some of the issues surrounding these sound recordings, you know, around, yeah. around climate change, around, you know, the fact that these um, habitats might be disappearing and that we may not be able to hear these sounds, you know, um, for very, very far into the future unless we, so some dramatic changes happen. Yeah, it really brings it to life, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds glib to say that, but we don't, we never hear these sounds normally in our day-to-day life. And we, we might see pictures of, of whales and, and the Arctic and the Antarctic, but it becomes so much more intimate when you're hearing these noises we're going to come back to the humpback whale at the end and listen to some of the music that was inspired by that noise. Um, but the next animal we've got is the Ross seal. Stuart, tell us about the Ross seal. Yeah, so this this is actually quite an interesting one for me because um, I actually took this sound recording and, and did a composition of it myself. So I, I found this one, you know, of all the collection, this is the one that sort of stood out to me as being a really fascinating sound. So they, they just call this a whoosh. You know, sometimes um, scientific terms don't really go that scientific. It's just kind of like, well, okay, we'll just call this one a whoosh. So that's yeah. the tonal call of the, the Ross seal. So it's got a bit of high, middle and low frequency to it. And it's, this is really interesting. It's also one of the least investigated of all the, the Antarctic species and that they don't know massive amounts about the Ross seal. So to get these recordings out in the wild is actually, I think, quite a discovery for them. And this one sounds kind of sounds like this sort of big warbling kind of synth line almost sitting um, you know, over the top of the, mm. the polar soundscapes. That's the unadulterated noise. Yeah, that's the unadulterated noise. Uh, it just sounds like some kind of 50s sci-fi thing or yeah. just like, uh, I mean, I, when I put that into the composition that I made, I didn't have to touch the recording <laughs> at all. It just sits there like an instrument. It's incredible. Yeah, that is that is an incredible noise. 
Stuart, is your background in, in music then or is it in biology? Uh, no, it's more on the, on the musical side of things. So yeah. I've been collecting field recordings for kind of 15 years or so and, and using them in various musical compositions. So my, my take on the whole sound world is that, you know, any particular like kind of John Cage sense that any sound can be used as a, as a source material and as, as musical material. So I, I find it just endlessly fascinating to approach a sound and see what jumps out at me from that perspective. Yeah, amazing. Okay, the next one is a really incredible animal, the narwhal. Let's listen to that. Narwhal is a, a toothed whale, right? Um, it has this massive unicorn horn, but that's actually a tooth, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, the unicorn of the sea. Uh, yeah. the, I get the really interesting guys from the sound perspective because they've got a whole variety of different vocalizations. So they do whistles, they do sort of tone pulse signals, and they do clicks for echolocation in the same way that other like odontocete species like dolphins do. So what we were hearing there was the, the echolocation clicks of the narwhal. Amazing. Okay, we're going to go to something anthropogenic now, aren't we? Seismic shooting. Yeah, so this is seismic shooting, which is um, exploring the seafloor for oil and gas deposits. So basically a ship will travel along the ocean and it will blast sound waves downwards through an air gun. And those sound waves echo back and they've then been captured by the hydrophone. So this is used for you know surveying to find appropriate areas to do drilling. And as mm. you can imagine, it's a vast, awful sound and it can be hugely harmful to marine life. So I was going to say, yeah. yeah alongside all the issues that you would have with um, with shipping traffic, which, you know, as, as we know, can cause some of the problems that you were talking about earlier, where whales can be misdirected because the mm. ship is so bad, they can't communicate with one another and they can't also find their way, they can't find where they're going. But this kind of seismic shooting noise is incredibly loud and it travels for enormous distances. So not only is it just damaging in and of itself, but it can also be very disruptive to communication patterns just because it can travel for, you know, many hundreds of miles under sea so really problematic yeah okay um let's move to some ice singing sea ice is the next one sounds a bit like it's being wound up you know and then it's wound up again yeah I, how's it what's what is this noise i mean i had to go back and, and listen to this sound four or five times because i just assumed it was um, actually some kind of sea life or animal because it sounds like it could be a call of some kind yeah but it's just made by different sheets of ice just just rubbing against each other and creating this amazing singing sound it's like it's one of the most yeah. unusual sounds in the collection really interesting yeah because uh, if you say we're going to hear now the sound of, of these ice sheets scraping across each other. You wouldn't imagine something quite so ethereal sounding, yeah. a beautiful noise in a way. And I think if you played that kind of um, guess what's making this sound quiz, I don't think too many people would have come up with ice for that one as the answer. Yeah, yeah. we should have uh, set that up the other way around then before telling people what it was. Um, the next one, yeah, collapsing shelf ice. We've, we've played that a few times on the podcast. Um, let's listen to this one.
Uh, if, if there was ever a sound of the Anthropocene, that's, that's it, isn't it? Collapsing shelf ice. Where was that, Stuart? Uh, that's on the Southern Ocean. So yeah, that, that's a, a mighty and somewhat distressing sound that's generated when, you know, flows rub against each other or start to bend. And then there will obviously, vast chunks of shelf ice will then start to, to collapse. And that's yeah. recorded again from the hydrophones. Yeah, I mean, that's not, you don't want to be too close to that. But I guess the sound does travel. It's such a booming, such a loud noise. You can record it from quite a distance. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing, obviously, these sounds don't get across is the, the sheer volume level that that would be experienced at um, if you yeah. heard it firsthand under the water. Oh, so that's under the water, of course, as well. That's from a hydrophone. Yeah, exactly. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, and next we've got some animals. Killer whale, orca, and Ross seals. Is this the orca hunting the seals? Is that echolocation going on there? There is echolocation going on, yeah. We, we can't tell whether or not there's, they're just coexisting or whether there's kind of hunting activity going on there. But it's, just, it's interesting to hear the two sounds simultaneously being picked up by the same hydrophone. So let's play out with that clip that's inspired by the humpback whale. Stuart, do you want to introduce that for us and tell us a bit more about you know, how the project is inspiring um, musicians and artists around the world? Yeah, um, so for the for the project, we had over a hundred artists um, taking part from all over the world and all kinds of different backgrounds. So, you know, electronic and techno artists, people that played, you know, traditional instruments, um, you know, from East Asia, for example, people that were kind of more into the the sound art and radio art sound of things. So there's almost like some some vocal scripts over some of the pieces as well. So there's just this huge variety of creativity. And what I found quite interesting when the artists were sending the pieces back was how emotional they'd found the recordings um, to listen to. So mm. they, they really felt like um, they didn't regard them as you know scientific data or as something to be observed, but something to be very strongly felt. And there's a lot of um, emotion and also response to things like obviously the climate crisis and the threat to the habitat of, you know, of the species in the recordings that have really come through in the, in the compositions. And I think that's a lot of them have got an emotional resonance that I almost wasn't expecting um, when I set up the project. It's just mm. really great to hear. So... This is a piece by an artist called Mr. Sakatumi, and it's called Majestic Mammalia. And I think it's just a, a wonderful way of including the humpback whale sound in, in a piece that's got this kind of fragile, beautiful mood to it. So I think it would just be great to, to hear a little bit of that. And Yeah, well, let's play out with that. But Stuart, um, give us the URL of the, of the site so people can go and listen to this. And we'll, we'll put this in the show notes as well. 
Yeah, so uh, if you visit citiesandmemory.com, then you'll find uh, a link to the Polar Sounds project on the homepage there. Okay, great. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. That's Stuart Fawkes of the Cities and Memory project. And we're going to play out with this composition inspired by the humpback whale. podcast is produced by og podcasts find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.